This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Behringer Ingelheim Animal Health, a global leader in preventative animal health care products. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Markup of an ag labor bill has the attention of many in farm policy today. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has been in the committee room and has more. A rigorous, drawn-out House Judiciary Committee markup continues as members debate a bipartisan bill to expand the H-2A farm worker visa program. The bill would provide path to legal status for farm workers, which some House Republicans, like Doug Collins of Georgia, strongly oppose. The reality is, is what this bill does is found in the first section. And that's the part that will, by the way, right now is not going to get a lot of talk in this committee. But the minute it gets out of this committee, the pathways and the legalization and the amnesties will get a lot of attention. Okay, we just have to acknowledge that. So we can gloss over that, although I think some of us could have actually found a way. And I told the subcommittee chair, I could find a way to help with that. But you got to have something in here that helps me get there. The bill is sponsored by Washington State Republican Dan Newhouse and California Democrat Zoe Lofgren. Lofgren defended her bill, saying it was a way for farm workers to comply with the law. What we are saying is that people who have worked here for many, many years in agriculture are going to have the capacity to have a agricultural worker visa to be right with the law, pursuant to the law. Worker wage rates have also been part of the discussion. Debate is expected to continue into the evening. On Capitol Hill, I'm Ben Nully. By the way, markup of that bill is scheduled to resume after a late afternoon vote, so depending on when you're listening to today's drive time, it could be going on right now. Stay tuned to agripulse.com for more. Elsewhere on Capitol Hill today, House Democrats expressed a little frustration with the process and content of the U.S.-Japan trade deal. The House Ways and Means Trade Subcommittee examined the deal today. Subcommittee Chairman Earl Blumenauer of Oregon said he was concerned about the phased aspect of the deal. This negotiation presented an opportunity to codify and capitalize on those shared practices. However, the administration has decided to pursue this negotiation in stages. This is the first time that the USTR has notified the Congress for a comprehensive FTA negotiation and returned with a deal that does not achieve most of the objectives. Blumenauer and other Democrats also decried what they said was a lack of consultation with Congress throughout the negotiations. Former Obama administration ag negotiator Darcy Vetter was one of the witnesses at the hearing. She tells AgriPulse Congress likes to stay involved. During the TPP negotiating process, we met very regularly with committee staff, with any individual member who might have questions about the negotiation of specific products or the structure. While on the ground negotiating, we took calls from members of Congress who might have concerns about structure, process, specific products. Um, It's really making sure there's regular back and forth with Congress so that they understand both the specifics, the directions, the priorities, and that we hear what those are and we're trying to represent them in the negotiating room. After the hearing, Blumenauer told reporters he expects the subcommittee will take a look at the relationship between Congress and the administration. That could include some new language in Trade Promotion Authority, which will need to be reauthorized in the next Congress. Finally today, a new regulatory agenda from the Environmental Protection Agency projects a final Waters of the U.S. rule could be out early next year. The EPA has been in the process of withdrawing the Obama administration's WOTUS rule and drafting one of its own. Farm groups are hopeful this rule is more workable than the previous rule, which they worried would hamper their ability to understand the scope of the Clean Water Act and how it impacted their operations. 
American Soybean Association Vice President Bill Gordon says he's optimistic. We're looking forward to anything more positive than the previous WOTUS rule. You know, it was very invasive and uh, ASA opposed that and most farm groups did just by the overreach of government into the WOTUS thing. And, but what we've seen in this administration is just a more friendly atmosphere and conversation. The White House Office of Management and Budget website does not show a final WOTUS rule under interagency review. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by Behringer Engelheim Animal Health a global leader in preventative animal health care products for livestock and companion animals. From Georgia to Missouri, Iowa to Puerto Rico, more than 3,000 U.S. employees power our business. Learn more at the link in today's Drive Time email. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.